Holy chatter. Okay, so tonight we're talking about we're all we're we're, we're still on the same subject of you have negative information for someone, and then you are you allowed to or not allowed to, and it depends on the scenario that we're learning that night. Okay, the halacha that we're learning that night. So tonight, what we're learning is the same thing. You have negative information, and it's true, and it's something that can prevent someone from being harmed. Okay, but in this scenario, um, you have not good vibes towards the person that and you would just have a bad experience with this person anyways. So, and it's true what you're saying, like what you, the information that you have about the negative information that you have about this person is true. But because your experience with this person was negative for you and you have a bad taste in your mouth, then is it allowed for you? Are you allowed to now go tell someone how awful this person is and you're saving this person from, let's say, uh, marrying someone into that family or from doing business with that person? You're saving them. Are you allowed to be the person to say it since you have already beef with this person? You have issues with them. Okay, you don't like them, you you really don't like them, are you allowed to be the person to say it? So let's see the example that, that's given here, okay? You work for a woman who you consider to be a tyrant. She was critical and condescending and never uttered a word of praise. You disliked her intensely and ended up getting fired. Someone you know is considering allowing her son to go out with your former boss's daughter. Should you tell her what kind of mother-in-law he might end up acquiring? So the halacha tells us like this. So basically what what we just the dilemma that we just brought up was that you worked for someone that was horrible and she was terrible and she was very critical and she was very condescending and she was not a nice person and you find out that your um your friend is allowing her son to go out with this former boss's daughter so are you allowed to now tell her listen you don't want to marry into that person's family she's going to be she's going to make your daughter crazy so the halakha is like this if you would enjoy describing her many flaws, you can't be certain that your only purpose is a constructive one. And that's what we're always focused on, the constructive piece, okay? You want to be constructive. You want to be effective. You don't want to be gossipy. You don't want to add juice and gravy. You don't want to, you know, give it over in a way where it's uh, too, too much information, Okay, you want to put the facts on the table and walk away. That's that's your only duty. And if you're tied up, and this is the halakha that we're learning now, if you're tied up emotionally with this person and you're you're enjoying describing, running to this person and describing what kind of person she is and how she wants to just just keep her, just stay away from this person, if you're enjoying it, then you have to know that you're not necessarily only focused on being constructive or effective right now. You're also relishing in it. He says, a person has to rid himself of negative feelings before speaking. If he cannot do that, and the information can be obtained from someone else, it's better to refer the questionnaire, the questioner to the neutral source. So basically, if there's somebody else that worked with you in that same office, and they saw how she was and who she was, it would probably be better that it would come from them. Even though it's probably it's interesting, because if people are negative, then everyone gets affected by it. But um, that's the halakha that we're learning. It's better for you to just rid yourself of any negative feelings, put the facts on the table, make sure that it's constructive, make sure that the point is clear, make sure not to 
make it too flowery, too judgy, too negative, too evil, too just what it was, and let the person decide how they want to continue with the situation that they're in. And that's our halacha for tonight. I just want to say over here, it brought something very, very interesting, so I, I want to share it with you. It says here like this. Let's say you're already involved in like a massive dispute. Like there's just like a bunch of people sitting around and everyone's discussing something very emotionally. You know, everyone's very into it. And there's no way that you can be like, guys, can we not talk about It's not happening. Okay, so what are you what are you supposed to do in that moment? And it's very interesting. I'm going to read the end first because I liked it a lot. It says, um, in Avos de Rav Nassan, it's brought down quote, that if a person keeps to himself, he's not pursuing peace. Rather, he should go out and actively look for ways to make peace wherever he can. There's something there's something about being Rode of Shalom, being a person that runs after peace, not just like, you know, passively not doing anything, not being involved in the conversation, not standing up and yelling, just sitting there peacefully. That's not considered peace. Right? Because a person that a person that is peaceful is a person that seeks peace to, to 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 create peace wherever he is, to create a sense of peace for himself and for others. So he gives a beautiful um like breakdown of how to do this, how to create this, how to create this wise experience. And he says like this the Ralbag, he says says this gives this advice. Utilize your ingenuity ingenuity. Your approach should be to show them that you are basically in agreement with the outcome they desire, but you think it would be preferable for them to take a different course of action in order to achieve that outcome. Okay? And he says, he says here, he says, they're having an argument and different people are arguing about different things. And he says, how does the Ralbag, what's the Ralbag's approach here? What would he say actively, practically? He says, quote, well, I think we all agree that we want to see Michael get his fair share out of the business. But you know, we're really not accomplishing anything by talking about it. How about we call Rabbi so-and-so right now and ask him to offer to mediate? Maybe it'll work or maybe not, but it's better than just sitting here and talking about it. By starting off on common ground, your ability to influence people is much greater. I didn't want to get into the whole example. I wanted to get into the, the basic understanding of what he's saying here. What he's saying here to wrap it up is that you wanna you wanna create peace, and if there's a there's a whole debate going on, and people are really talking about people with their names and what they did, and it's really it's a lashon hara fest. You're you're expected to do something, and the rabbi says, be creative, be creative, and he says the number one way to get peace to create peace is to first your first opening is starting off on their grounds, seeing what they're saying, understanding where they're coming from, but doing it in a way where he says it over here, you know, he says, um, I agree, we all want to see that he, this person get what he needs from this business. I agree, right? That's what we're all fighting about. We're fighting about the fact that he's not getting enough and this guy's getting more. So I agree, we all agree that this is what's happening. So that's number one. Create a, a common ground for everyone, okay? And then they'll be able to hear you. And the next thing is talk straight, which basically means 
Um, let's do something about this right now. Let's call someone to mediate. Let's make something happen right now. Otherwise, what is like, why are we just sitting here and talking about it? Like maybe it'll work maybe it won't work, but let's try to, to, to make something happen and move this along and get to a solution and get to a common ground and end this as opposed to sitting here and gnashing on it and, and regurgitating it and, and speaking, you know, about this over and over again. Let's just, let's just move this into uh, action. And that's the, the Robag's second uh, uh, approach, which he says it's one approach of, first of all, starting off on common ground, and the second of all, moving it into action, making something happen, ending the situation, like concretizing something here, right? Moving this into, into practicality. And that's really in a, a very effective way of creating peace. And everybody wants peace. No one wants to just sit there being upset and, and you know yell and scream. Maybe some people do, but we don't all have to be subject to that. Huh. We will continue tomorrow, God willing. Have a good night.